Welcome everybody to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Real American Outdoors Podcast. I am here in the studios tonight with Tony and Juan. It is a very, very cold and snowy January night. How are you guys all doing? Trying to stay warm. Living the dream. Sweet. So, first thing we want to talk about tonight is our ice fishing, or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, on Post-Christmas time, unfortunately... It's been closer to 50 degrees than below freezing in southeast Wisconsin here, so um, it wasn't until recently ice actually started to, you know, freeze over, but obviously it's still not thick enough because it's been well above freezing the past few weeks, so we haven't really had any ice fishing videos to bring you, unfortunately, as we have already geared up for it. Yeah, we literally have not got on the ice at all, so there's been a couple times we probably could have maybe gone out there, but just not safe. With all the recent people in the area falling through the ice, because people are dumb. Very. So, that being said, I found some old RSA-era footage. Oh, yeah? So, uh... What'd you find? It was the video of us doubling up, and then you caught one shortly after. Oh, okay. So, so since we can't bring the people any good ice fishing footage, we're going to bring them some retro RSA footage from 2016, 2017, I think. R.I.P. Marty. Yep. So it was actually one of the first times we brought the camera out. So, and of course, we caught fish shortly after we started filming. So that should be coming in the next week or two. That was Fox River, right? Yep, that was Fox River on that little cool. back channel there. So that will be your con- the REO's audience consolation prize for lack of ice fishing videos is yeah. a video of us in the summer. Something. <laughs> yes, something, yeah. something. Something fishing related. Yeah. Well, fishing, fishing world... Uh, we got some people jumping ship from uh, MLF. Yes, uh, Gerald Swindle and Brandon Polonik all both decided to jump from MLF back to the Elite Series. Why? From their under, from what they've said, it's more been about I've fished for catching five fish my entire fishing career. And this is what I want to do. See, and I, I've always been a fan of both of them. I think yes. everyone in the world is a fan of Jer- Jared Swindle, but you have. Two guys that, besides Brandon Polonik's AOI, has he won anything else? Because um, Jared have, Swindle has not. Yeah, Gerald's won like an open like years ago, but he's won two. Real, real turn. That this. I mean, I'm not saying an open yeah. is not a real tournament, but yeah, he's professional never, level. He's never won an Elite Series or MLF last year. He's never, or I don't even know if he's ever fished FLW, but he's never won a major league tournament per se. Yeah. So. With that being said, I mean, just think about it. Uh, big fish, small pond. Yeah, and I mean that guy from uh, what was it Antioch? Yeah, he's he's, he's an elite series yeah, guy. He's still in the elites, still. I mean, not that I would do much better, but he's you know he hangs out in the middle of the pack there. Yeah, which is good for him. He's he's doing it though. Yeah, I, I, it, I've seen his rap truck driving around. Yeah, around. his name's what Grow Grow Chris Grow. I believe it's... He's related to Meg Grow? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd hope not for his sake. Yeah, probably not. No no dinosaur relation. No. Nope. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just think it's Big Fish Small Pond with them mm-hmm. for that. Because that has a lot of money to break that contract. Yes. and It wasn't like, hey, I'm good. And yeah. It's like, no, no, you got to pay now because you just signed this contract. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure that they expected somebody to jump just because everyone's like, oh, I want to catch my fish. 
Yeah. I want to catch dings. Which I, I... That was a Keith Combs why he didn't When jump. When you say, oh, I don't want to watch you catch dings, and that is all you say about MLF, right away you lose all, like, credibility, I think. Yeah, it's... It's a different way of fishing for five big ones and fishing for the most for the most weight is two different schools of thought. And I could see where I'll, if you're a person who I just want to catch five big ones, then there's that option for you. But if you want to, you know, make everyone count that's over 12 inches, then that option's there for you. You should look at them as two completely different ways of fishing and they're two equally great in their own right. And, I don't think there has like whenever you bring up MLF on like the forums or yeah, and it's always this huge divide of people who love it or hate it. It's like it's just a different format. It it really is, and I don't know why. I mean, obviously, it's like people go on here. It's funny because these are a lot of these guys are the same people that don't or that will argue about politics, and they'll be like, "Why can't we all be friends?" And then they'll get on there at MLF and be like, "Be like." Fuck bass, uh, like uh, all this shit. Yep. And it's like, come on, why does it have to be that way? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just two different styles. If you don't like it, you fish the other one. It's yeah. not one's better than in the other. No. But who knows what MLF's uh, overall goal is here in the next five years? So yeah. I could, I know we've talked about it before with them kind of maybe overtaking everything. Uh, Maybe bass, maybe. Yeah, or, and gotta, who knows? They just gotta be careful not to expand too big, too. Close. No, and I, I don't know. I think they took their time with having. I mean, what uh, doing the major league fishing, the selects, and all that yeah, stuff. The made for that TV started what two thousand eleven. Yeah, twelve. They they figured out how to make it good for TV, which is very important when it comes to marketing and right advertising dollars and generating sources of income outside of just sponsorship for people who attend the event. Yeah. And so. price pool money. But, I mean, it is what it is. I think that's that's all we got for fishing, right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, and next week is the first FLW tour event down in Sam Rayburn. Yep. And uh, February, both the Elite Series and MLF both start up, so we're getting into back into the Pro Turk pro circuits um you know their tours are starting up and flw historically has always started in january down in the warm weather area yeah and they were just they just had an open this past weekend that gerald swindle fished yes i saw this the southern open i'm trying to find it here but um yeah so yeah kiss kiss me chain of lakes yeah so I'm assu- I don't think Gerald won. I saw him post on Facebook. He just got back from a tournament, and he didn't say anything about it. So I'm yeah, assuming not great. Brian New won with 49 pound eight ounces for a total cash out of 52k. That's a, not a bad. That's not a bad day for not a, a week's bad day at the office. No, for a week's worth. Yeah, work, for a week's you know, worth of work. Yeah, not bad. So. uh... Yeah, that's really it for fishing. We'll probably talk more fishing as the pro circuits start to really yeah. get a full swing here. And then hopefully get some ice fishing in here and, I mean, shoot, or what com- is it? Coming uh, up in February. So. Coming up to that uh, March 1st date, too. Uh, that that special date for us every year Yeah, of the, the Braidwood Lake to be open. Yeah. Might just have to do a, this is my ice fishing inventory just because I th- video I th- just because we don't have any. I think we're going to have to. I mean, I, th- I, s- I was seeing pictures of these guys going up. And I mean, way up north, 
But, I mean, they're catching some hogs, man. Yep. I mean, huge musky and decent walleye. Yeah. It's cool. So, unfortunately, TBD down here. Yeah. But we did have our first, I would say our first, outside of uh, Halloween of 2019, our first major snowstorm. Of winter 19 slash 20. Yeah. Winter is here. Yes, it is. And it was, uh, what, about five inches of heavy, wet snow? Yes. That came down good. They had a, and a nice half inch of freezing rain. Yeah, how, how did it uh, everything? How did the snowblower go for you, Jay? It uh, needs some work. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, it hits snow and it stops. Same. So, so <laughs> the, the issue, um, I was having the same issue with mine, and I thought it was a bushing that was replaced. And I replace it, and it's not the bushing, so I don't think it. I don't think it's the belt either. I think it's my. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think we both need some clutch adjustments. I think so. that yes, I think so. I mean, things, I mean, things wear out over time. Tony's tractor so. sitting over here just perfect. Well, it, it didn't start. Now just dismantled. Yeah. <laughs> now it won't start at all. Yeah, so now it, won't at start least at all. now you know. I mean, we pretty much got the problem down for that at least. Yeah. I'm pretty sure with that, but we'll have to figure out. Maybe go down to a smaller snowblower in the future here. Yes, utilizes 12 horsepower mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean they they come up pretty cheap on Facebook Marketplace for the smaller blowers. But yeah, I was seeing, I was driving home this morning and I went past a um, going through the farmland and a random like couple houses that are next to each other, and this guy had a uh, newer John Deere tractor with a front end loader and just just scoop of that snow awesome and then he's like he's got the backhoe on it too and he, it, i don't know it was all covered in snow so it looked like he was just using it so i mean why not but it, it's cool seeing all that so someday we'll be there yeah i don't know uh, there's another guy posted on facebook i don't know where this was and it, it had to be somewhere close but they were with a really old tractor it was like a 60s farm all and he had a bucket on the front just pushing with it i'm like that's so cool big diesel one that would be awesome someday we'll be there yes one day someday so but tractor news we are um in a holding pattern currently i guess you'd say yep yeah they're all useless at the current moment (laughs) at the current moment which we were so excited about using them we were i you know what i was I was planning on getting some drone footage, too, going out there and just blowing out the snow and having the drone be, like, flying out there, because that would be pretty cool. But, no, it's I, just bleh. I tried to get video, but... I know, I know. Unfortunately, you my, know what? my video fell. I so. don't think... I think we're going to get some more snow still. We need to. So, I'm... I like snow. Me, too. I'm, I'm very okay with snow. I don't know about driving in it these days, because it seems like every person driving in snow, duh forgets how to drive at least five miles an hour is a good speed if you are listening to this you drive so slow in the snow when you don't need to i get it you gotta drive safe not saying you need to drive fast yeah but you don't need to drive five miles an hour when there's a half inch on the ground yeah give me give me give me close to the speed limit you are you're causing more of a even 35 is fine on like one of our main roads absolutely it is 35 40 that's fine absolutely and I mean, even when there is snow, I mean, it's not like there's ice. We're not talking a sheet of ice. Okay, I get it. Sheet of ice, you don't go out. I, l- I love when it's like a snowstorm and there's all this bad weather and then everyone, not like the part, people are not going out, like not the, 
people getting off of work, but it's like on a Saturday, midday, all of a sudden everyone decides to go out because it's snowing. Stay home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you I mean, can, I would if I could. <laughs> yeah, you can go shopping tomorrow. There's not much that important. No, you cannot. <laughs> Apparently not. But. How dare thee. Yeah. But, so. yeah, I think on the tractor aspect, I think that's... We will update next uh, next episode and see where we're at. So, yep. And the most recent REO video, I believe, was the oil filter sensor change. Yeah. So, Jay, what did you do to that truck? I turned off his check engine light. Wow. You know what? A, what a friend. Yeah. That that is what a, a guy. guy right there. What a guy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that was a. This was my uh, for at least for our friendship here. That was my second time doing it. Yeah, first, you did my truck. time was on Anthony's truck where we uh, went a little more invasive than uh, what the video shows on the newer one, on the, the second second time. And what is it that you did? We replaced the oil pressure switch. Oil pressure sensor. And the oil pressure filter that is located underneath. Now, this filter is a very, very small filter, maybe a half inch. Yeah, it's and it's very skinny. You know, very, very skinny. Small. You can't. See, you pretty much have to go in blind behind the engine. And then when you drop it in said engine, yes, it turns into a two-hour fiasco of retrieving said piece. Not like we're talking from experience, but we are. <laughs> so it turned into a four-beer job. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's how we rate our, all the uh, every job is by how yeah. many beers. All the RAO Auto is. All I mean, shoot. Rated. What was uh, when we did the. Uh, the EGR delete in my Duramax with the, uh, uh, what was it? Thermostats. Yes. That was, uh, that was and like, that, that was a case. Pressure, and the fuel pressure switch too. Yeah. That was yeah. a case of, uh, yeah. beer each. Yeah. That was, uh, We were up until like 2.30 in the morning or yeah. 3 in the morning outside doing that. Yeah. I remember because you were in North Carolina and it was me, you, and Marty was still there. Yeah. Because we went out to get beat ups. In between that, we did. I yes. remember getting the Snapchats. I'm like, this is this is not going well for them. No, it, just, like, it actually I'm, wasn't even that bad. It's just it was really labor intensive. It was extremely labor intensive, you know? and then it's just like working on a diesel is just you're just like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's everywhere because it's and a diesel. Three hundred thousand miles, stuff just doesn't come apart, or, or things fall off, like your running boards. It, it's it's good times. Yeah, it's really good times. <laughs> but. Well, no. it can't be like Tony and afford nice new trucks. And no, stuff. you know, if, if a I, nice new 2011. If I made Tony money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if only. If only we made Tony money. But, yeah, hey, that's the latest video for that. We got uh, two videos coming up um, on a door handle replacement for a Silverado. Um, the older body styles. And... Got some suspension work for the Duramax, Sus- too. Yep, we got some... Uh, ball joints, ball axles. Jo- yeah, just uh, did one side. We're going to do the other side. and That is a- also a very labor-intensive job this time. Yes, it is. We did the... Hopefully, side two will be easier. Yeah, but- side one. That was... Uh, I realized how much I probably should get a corded Sawzall with some good blades. I love the battery-powered. You get better power with, with corded. Yeah... I mean, it's just that consistent and not having to go through a battery in five minutes, go through a battery, and then having to wait 20 minutes for one battery. And you're like, oh. Or just don't buy a truck with so many miles on it. Yeah, I know. Just be rich. Or just <laughs> go in, in a lot of debt. I was looking on these Duramax pages, and there's this one I mean, guy. There are free loans out there, don't forget. Mm-hmm. So you just I know. we got to talk to our old friend, Marty. If you're up there, Marty, please let us know how you got the free loan. Um, now, I, I was looking on the... Uh, 
at the Duramax page, and there's a guy with a 2020 Duramax. He calls it an AT4. I'm not familiar with the. Is that the new engine designation? I maybe I don't know. It's. Sorry, I didn't mean to play footsie with you. I apologize. Yeah, you did. But it's. I don't know, he was just like, if I knew he would have known this had this many issues, and he he's at the dealership, and he says that he has like 80 miles, and he needs a new crankshaft. <laughs> I'd be like, give me a new truck. That better be a lemon law right Yeah, there. that, yeah, yeah. absolutely, because yeah. you just dropped 50, ooh, that does sound good. I'm going to need a new beer here soon. But yeah, that should be a lemon law. Mm-hmm. It should be. But... I mean, that's a 2000... Remember, Lemon Law is more a consistent issue. But still, if you have a truck with 100 miles on it... Yeah, that's just a bad look for GM in general. Yeah. I mean, they've had a lot of Duramax issues anyways, you know, in the last, uh, you know, seven years or so. Well, I know, and that's why so many... I don't know. I just see some guys on there, and I'm like, shoot, if I had, like, 15 grand right now... Would I just go put that as a down payment for a brand new truck, or would I go buy a really clean LBZ? I'd probably go buy a really clean LBZ, honestly. You still get the same body style like you have now. And it, well, yeah, it's it would just be an LBZ. It'll be an LBZ then. I yeah, exactly. We'll see. Ten years, this truck will probably have a flatbed if it's still around. I plan on it being still around. There's no point to get rid of it. As long as the motor works, why? Why would you? Yeah, this will just be our fishing trip truck. Yeah, just okay it, just that. just for having that, we put all the miles on it. I don't know. I just remember with the other tr- with the old truck, and then right before I hit 100k, I was so worried about miles. And then once once I hit 100k, I was like, screw it, I don't give a crap. Yeah. Now yeah, I don't. When give. you have three engines replaced in that thing by 100,000. Yeah. Well. And various sets of head gaskets and lifters. And I I just remember overheat. Welcome to mid 2000s GM products. <sighs> I just remember driving to Alabama. The first time in that thing, and it was just overheating. I know I was behind that truck. Yes, don't go uphill. Don't tailgate an 18-wheeler And sit behind uphill. an 18-wheeler and think that it's not going to overheat. Well, you know what? He didn't move. <laughs> you probably didn't have enough power to even get around him. Absolutely honestly. not. Absolutely not. So, you, side comment about power. It's funny. So, we have a, uh, at work, we have a fire engine that's getting decommissioned right now. The thing's a dog. Like, you just mash down on that on that fuel and it or on the gas pedal and I know how to fuel. Curse pedal. Um Does it at least roll coal? Uh blue coal. Blue coal is, is uh that's good. <laughs> that is wonderful. So th- this engine I think is a ninety five, I think. Um it's got some hard it's got a hard a hundred and like seventy five thousand miles on oh, it's it. It's actually got miles, okay. Yeah, it's got it's got a hard miles on it. Hours on it are like through the roof. But they so when you hit the gas pedal, like you put it down and it would take you twenty, twenty five seconds just to get to ten to fifteen miles an hour. And you're just going and it's just nothing and everything's just shaking. Like it was shaking so bad like when you're at a, a stoplight the mirror fell off. Uh, at an intersection, which was great, but so we brought it to the, the you garage. Don't, you don't need mirrors, though. yeah, right. So it got decommissioned, and it had nothing on it—no water, no tools, no ho- no nothing. And so I pulled just as slow, right? No, I pulled it out, and it had some kick in it. I'm like, oh my goodness! So like, I didn't know what to, what to do. Even though it was still slow, I was like, oh my, this is power, and it was just threw bl- you back in the seat, right? Blue and white smoke just barreling out. That I'm like, shouldn't happen with a diesel. No, <laughs> I think those are the old uh, 
I we have those are all Cummins, I think. It could be a Cummins. Yeah. What is it? Internet? What is it? What uh, what model is it? It's a Pierce. Pierce. Okay. Probably a Cummins. Yeah. So I don't think Cummins should do that either. Because I know when I was because Cummins are the best. I know. I know when I was at the other. I think it was Detroit Diesels we had over at Countryside. That could be a Detroit in there too. The Detroit Diesel is freaking loud. Yeah, they're slow too. Detroit's they're slow are always, and Detroit's loud. Are also really slow. Well, one of the guys at the old apartment, he he decided to straight pipe the engine. It was so loud. It just the when the Jake break could get two stroke life. Yes. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, it's uh. Other than that, auto stuff. Um, oh, j- side note: yes. I did pull my second car out of the snow with my Subaru. Just let everyone know. How's your truck? Truck is uh currently sitting on a spare tire. Driveway queen. Driveway queen, yes. Not covered. <laughs> got to keep it looking good. Mm-hmm. So. You gotta let Mother Nature do its work. Yeah. 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 Ninety stuff holds up just fine. So. They don't make them like they used to. No. That is true. Do you know how much you damaged Amy about uh, getting a car wash? Because I told her that you said that, and every day she's like, "We need. I need to go get a car wash." Thank God. And now she finally left her car out in the snow and it melted. And now it's, she's like, oh, I got a car wash. I'm like, okay. And hey, my car looks good, too. Yep. I sprayed my truck down last night. But Well, you have the benefit of indoor heating and water, right? At work. Yeah, at work. I, I made it work. Yeah. I, we're like, all right, we're going to bring everything in. But, yeah. Um Excuse me. Um, besides that, I mean, maybe some stuff on Tony's truck. I know we've been putting we, it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still got to do brakes. Brakes. Got to do brakes. That's the biggest that, thing. That's a. How bad are they right now? Got vibration. I know that. Sometimes they squeak when I stop. Um. You got that pulsation. I know. So that's the main. At least yeah. I've I've felt that. I mean, maybe you drive. I know you. I know you have a light foot, unlike me. Yeah. But. But no, I, brakes are definitely a must. <laughs> At least uh, that's easy stuff. So. Yes, yeah, so we got to do that brakes. Shouldn't, we and... shouldn't be working until 3 a.m. doing any of that no. stuff. No. Well, he's got, he does have drums in the back, which do suck. I thought they sucked. When you don't know what you're doing, it sucks. Well, we have to just take a look at him. Hopefully, he doesn't need them. Yeah. Not no problem if he does, then that's another What else video, do you need so. on your truck? Uh, An airy cap. That, that, too, uh, Lear. Um, oh, sorry. Sorry. Well, we got we got Peasant. the corroded rims that need to be fixed. Oh, yeah. That's Are right. you still filling it up every every week? Yeah. Or every few Putting days. Putting that new compressor to use? The pancake? Yeah, I need a... I, I, usually I go to the... Uh, fr- when I'm at work, I'll go during lunch, the free BP one. And Have you used your pancake? Not yet. Thing? I, need you, to, I need to buy the... Do you need a little chuck thing? Does that surprise you? Tony, we need to go to Harbor Freight. Let's <laughs> just go to Harbor Freight. And screw everybody if if you don't like Harbor Freight. I do like it for cheap stuff. For everyday stuff, it's perfect. Yes. yes. But there's things like technical stuff. I would rather maybe move up to Craftsman before you have to go I, and get I don't think I'd buy a torque wrench from them. From who? Harbor Freight. I have a Harbor Freight torque wrench. Harbor Freight? <laughs> <laughs> I have a Craftsman one. And the Craftsman Har- one broke. <laughs> the locked it. I have a Harbor Freight torque wrench, too. I mean, Okay. They- but like, I have tested mine and it still it still holds. Mine's still on the package. What what what's technical you wouldn't get from that you advise to get something else? I mean, it really depends. I you mean, know, my like, rule of thumb is if it's if your life if your life is in the balance or you can permanently injure yourself, you probably shouldn't use it at Harbor Freight. 
I agree. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, a lot of Harbor Freight stuff's warranted for life, but if that involves, you know, breaking your hand, I'd rather not. I'd rather not break my hand. Harbor Freight jack stands. That's fine. Okay. I love that meme. <laughs> yeah. that, like your buddy pulls out Harbor Freight jack stands. <laughs> yeah. hey, there's a there's a guy I watch some, and he's a he's a big Harbor Freight guy on YouTube. He does uh, it's called like the Den of Tools, and so he just got some good stuff to just just to be honest about it, and which is cool. I mean, it, it's crazy how many like actual like contractors or construction workers actually go and get stuff from there oh yeah so i mean especially when craftsman was i mean had a lack of quality control in the recent years and now they're back but think about it they're for, back with stanley owns stanley's parent company though, owns them. that was like the name that everybody wanted to use yeah. it's craftsman and i still could, like craftsman a I, lot of people couldn't afford to buy craftsman for a long time no and i like i still like having that craftsman wrench or i mean even a screwdriver or just whatever craftsman you're just like this is like this is the stuff to get this is the most american tool you can get and I, I used to like cobalt because it was blue and Jimmy Johnson had it yeah. <laughs> back in the day. By the way, I found my Jimmy Johnson NASCAR shirt from 10 years ago. Does it still fit? <laughs> uh, I haven't tried yet. I <laughs> don't think so. I, I designated it already as a pajama shirt. Ah. Gonna let the belly hang out a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, nice cooling feature it has <laughs> when you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but I don't know. I mean, Craftsman's always been... It's been that American brand you wanted. And then people have have completely knocked, like, Craftsman just because... With all the quality, quality control stuff. Which I'm not saying that's bad. But it's not like everything is bad. Exactly. And yes, most Sears, and I know that was their main holder of stuff. Which I didn't realize how much, uh, just like walking through Menards, how much Craftsman stuff Menards carries. I know it's all husky and Ryobi and shit at uh Yeah, they have their own at Home Depot. Master Force or something, I think. Yeah. That's Master Force, yeah. So but I don't know. We'll see. I'm still still trying to decide between compressors once I uh get one. I don't know. I'm telling you, a three phase hundred gallon <laughs> that that will that will keep the You know what? If we had if we had our we had our, our pole barn, right? our, our, pole barn our, our RAO uh, garage set up. We would get a massive, massive compressor, compressor for that. Compressor, a lift. Yeah. You know, heated floors. Just go all out. Yeah. Just do everything. I mean, it's just money. I mean, you only live once, right? YOLO. Play, oh, you only die once, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah, you only die Some once. Some people that, don't live. That's true. That is true. I don't know. I'd rather, I'd rather die at 40 and live a good life than live to 80 and be like, uh I did nothing. Yeah. I don't. I think we learned that a lot from, you see that from your parents, I think. I think that's a big millennial thing. You see your parents and you're like, oh, you're like, well, they didn't. Don't they, call they, me millennial. I know. I hate being called millennial. But or I, millen- I think. Or millennial by it, title, not little by like, Yeah, little side. I'll just get off a pedestal for a second. But I really think that that is why so many people, um, do things that they go on vacations or they do stuff earlier they buy a boat or do stuff mm-hmm. and they don't wait until they're 40 50 years old and they're established and all that stuff because of like oh like 
look at my parents, look at their retirement funds, look at, look at stuff that happened to them and they saved or or they didn't save or they did this. And yeah, It's almost like the, the midlife, quarter-life crisis has turned from I'm buying something material to wait, now I'm going to get my right. bigger half a kid. Right. You know, exactly. or, or do something else. Well, yeah, because so many people like by our age, it was very common for people by our age 30, 40 years ago to have a kid, two kids already. Yep, or more. Yeah. And... I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I'm very, like, I buying our boat or buying all the boats that we've had, we have bought in the past and which we are, or what we're going to buy in the future. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't change any of that. No. I'd do it all again. All it's definitely again. a good learning experience, too. Very Absolutely it is. And hey, we're still here together. Uh, most of us. Most of us. Most of us. R.I.P. Marty in the sky. Actually, if we go from centerfold, we're down to three. Yeah, five. we are original five. You know what, it, uh, Peter Kramer? If you are listening to this, give us a call. We could. Congrats on having a second kid on yes. the way. By the way, yeah. If he if he is listening to this, I'd, I'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, me too. So, but uh, he probably wouldn't agree with a lot of things we're saying. Yeah. So and, and it, yeah, speaking of that, Tony, yeah, bring us into the next thing. I need a beer before we do. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, might as well open uh, that one up too. So when, when I'm done. Are those Skittles uh, available to be eaten too? Oh yeah. The, the, yes, the, they are. They're, they're Halloween candy, so you're gonna have to. That's fine. My teeth are falling out anyway. So. All right. So right now we're gonna transition as we feed Juan his Skittles. Uh, we're transitioning. Ooh, Reese's. I might have to say yes to that after I'm done. This is for the diet. Yep, for the diet and the gram. Oh yeah. Speaking of, we are currently in a weight loss challenge. Yes, we are. We're in. Uh, we're just about ending week one. We have a final date of April first. Very. Uh, a very important day very in important RAO day. history. Yes. Yeah, gained a little uh, Christmas weight this year. Yep. Yeah, that was. I gained a little winter weight this year. <laughs> what from from a year ago? Yeah, from <laughs> last, last January. <laughs> Hold over, but yes. So freedom segment. So today we're going to talk about. I know first season was very Second Amendment in the world and now and all current event related. Season two and going forth the freedom segment. It's going to be more of uh, not so much related to mm. a just more of what's going on, especially with 2020 elections ramping up and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my best Bernie Sanders impression. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right. going great. So, <laughs> all right, we're, we'll take a really quick pause and we're going to come right back to this. Man, all right. Sorry about that, guys. That was uh, got a little, little uh, crazy in here. Almost lost our uh, coup there for a second. Uh, all right, we are on to our uh, freedom segment now with Tikas. Yep. Take two. Yep, yeah, take, take two. two is right. So I think we all saw what happened in the news over around uh, New Year's Day week with you know the attack on in, in Iraq on the U.S. Embassy, and then we saw the things going on with killing Suleimani and the rocket attacks, all that good stuff that happened. Not, maybe not good, but stuff that happened. And the most depressing thing about, about all of that was, unfortunately, the media coverage of it. And no. I, I know, I know, I know. Mostly the cable and the 
nightly news networks, especially with the coverage of the Suleimani when we when Trump ordered to take him out, and it was very depressing to see how the media covered that event. And for those, I mean, it's been beaten to death of who this guy is. He's been around since the Iranian Revolution in '79 with the Iranian Revolutionary Guard behind a lot of different terrorist attacks, training all these Shiite militia groups in Iraq, killing American soldier servicemen, innocent people, Kurds, anyone and everyone who their regime is against. And, you know, as we know, the Iranian-backed militias killed the U.S. contractor and wounded a few others. We responded by with airstrikes of one of their bases, killing about 20-25 people and wounding some more. And then... U.S. Embassy, they breached the wall, but they didn't take over the embassy because we were able to tear gas them out. And then, you know, Trump orders the drone strike on Suleimani, which killed him and a few other guys. And if you watched the network news, you you would have thought that a U.S. president might have died the way they were covering this guy. And a few of the news networks even put on his his official state funeral, like, live feed. Why Why does... The U.S. news networks need to do a live feed of a guy who is designated as a terrorist and part of a terrorist organization. Why are we glorifying him? And why should we worry about our action in killing him? Because Trump, because Trump's the president. Yes, that's really the only reason. It has nothing to do when we killed all those... When Obama ordered the raid on Osama bin Laden's compound or when he killed all the Al-Qaeda leaders with all the drone strikes. Yeah. Everyone was happy with it. No, like even even Chuck Schumer of all people was saying how the drone airstrike program's working. You know, we're not sending U.S. servicemen into harm's way and not avoiding war and still showing our our strength. And we're doing the exact same thing, but because the president's office has an R next to his name and not a D, all of a sudden, you know, we're on the path to war. And there was this great meme I saw, which it said 2017. Trump's going to go to war with Russia. 2018, we're going to war with North Korea. 2019, now we're going to war with China. And 2020, now it's time for war with Iran. But none of these wars have actually happened. If anything, Russia has backed down. We, we have met with North Korea, and they have not really escalated anything further. Hmm. And now we have the trade deal with China that, you know, the preliminary deal has passed. And, you know... There's nothing that leads me to believe that we are going to go to war with Iran, but it, it's so hard and sad to see the corporate mainstream media, you know, take like t- almost taking the side of these Iranian yeah. terrorist guys, and it almost goes to show that the media really is not on the American people's side. It's almost they have their own. Well, they do have their own agenda, let's be real. We And we know who backs them. But it's yeah. really sad to see that the media has become a tool of the left and not showing news as objective news as they should be doing. And if anyone claims to be a journalist over there, then they're just lying to you. Absolutely. No, no one's... Journalism's dead. On all it's, sides of the spectrum. There's, journalism's dead. There's no such thing as journalism anymore. No, and it's... Because it, it's all... It's just Everyone's just biased. Yes, and no one's gonna give no one getting down to the actual like the root of it. Mm-hmm. They're not actually be yeah. You're not they're not being a journalist. Yeah, and kind of what I think is going to happen with Iran. Obviously, they fired their rockets. Some of them didn't even work. 
you know, they had to say face. They told the U.S., hey, this is going to happen. We let them have their moment in the sun. Mm -hmm. They still have to talk their big game. But what's really going on over there is you're seeing all the anti, um, you know, government, you know, the, what do they call the Ayatollah Khomeini or whatever, or Ayatollah, the supreme leader. Yeah. You're seeing a lot of public backlash against him over there, and you saw Trump tweet out in Farsi to the, you know, Iranian people, and so we'll see what happens over there in terms of civil, you know, maybe the civil unrest if that takes place and how that's going to affect things in their region, but it's definitely a powder keg of a region, and one, you know, that was, you know, a lot by just the parties that are over there and a lot by what the Western powers have manufactured over there as well so interesting to see what will happen but that's the freedom segment you know the the, the pressing seeing the mainstream media treat Suleimani like he was this heroic figure and giving him a platform when he does not deserve no not at all so we're going to transition we're going to do some virginia updates because we've been following the situation closely wait what's happening in virginia yeah i know um <laughs> obviously the state legislature starting to move and the bills are starting to pass in both chambers um no bill has been officially signed by the governor yet but tomorrow is actually um is, no sorry monday is actually the rally and there was a big deal of the rally in terms of whether people can and can't be armed, concealed carry, open open carry, whatever, at the rally because it's on government property and where the, at the Capitol. And the governor said no guns, and then the GOA and a few other these gun rights groups tried to file an injunction with the court, which unfortunately the Supreme Court of Virginia denied them, so he denied the constitutional right to keep and bear arms at the rally. That being said, rally's still taking place. A lot of gun people are going. A lot, a lot of just regular Virginia citizens. A lot of outside people. NRA, GOA, all those guys are going to be there too. Yep. So, um, mo- almost all, every sing- most counties, probably, I think it's over ninety percent of the counties are now two-way sanctuaries, inclu- and a lot of independent states are, or cities. They have we- they have old laws in the books for independent cities, so a lot of them have gone to a sanctuary as well and so we're also seeing you know a lot of bills introduced in other states there's the bill in georgia there's a bill in indiana there's the bill in kentucky a lot of bills out there there's a bill in washington too that's you know kind of scary so a lot of things happening on the state level that we all need to start paying attention to and I think Virginia is going to be the uh, the template for both the left to see if they can what they can get through, and the right to to see what they can defend and stave off. So um, we'll see what happens at that rally on Monday and what comes of it. And I'm I'm sure the the government's going to pass whatever bill they want to pass, but we'll see if they concede on anything, and it just turns out to be just a red flag law type of deal. So we'll see. Um, that's really what's going on in Virginia. Nationally, not much is happening. We're getting toward a primary and caucus season, so um, not much movement there. Um, just less candidates on the left, more starting to drop out as we get closer to primary season where the money really starts to matter, whether you have it or not. And we all know what's what their opinion on gun rights are, so um, we'll definitely have more coverage on that as we get closer to November. Um, that being said, you know, most important thing you guys can do is register to vote and go vote for pro 2A candidates. So, 
Um, as far as the 2A and the REO, you know, we, we are starting to do some gun review videos. That's our tease for this podcast is, you know, we're going to have some, we would talk about doing gun review videos. We went to McMiller in December. Cause like we said earlier in the podcast, it was 50 degrees out that day. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice day. That was warmer than your, your bachelor party back in April. Yes. It was warmer. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. And less snow. And so. We got some good footage. I know you posted the revolver slow mo on on the gram. Yeah, so got a couple of that, and we yeah. got some good. Yeah, we got some good video and some uh, some good uh, future reviews here. Yeah, so on, uh, we're gonna do some handguns starting out. Yep, um, handguns that we like and have and carry. So yeah, Juan's gonna do his Derringer. His, uh, his EDC Derringer. <laughs> yeah. Everyday carry. Yeah. Well, he, he ankles carries a Derringer. Yeah, he has he has a pretty uh, impressive EDC over there. So that's that's coming from the RAO standpoint, you know, looking forward to doing some actual gun reviews because we've watched a lot ourselves and now we get to jump in that. Do it ourselves and then yeah. I think uh, there's some accessories that we have, whether it's a optic or... Uh, something, maybe a certain handguard or, or something that we like, and mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll put some videos up on that. I mean, uh, I mean, just just alone. I know we I recently joined a, a Henry uh, rifle group on uh, Facebook, and they are crazy. Like these guys are so into their Henry rifles. Yeah, like it, it's it's pretty cool. And I posted one picture up with. Uh, I think with your Henry and the AR, and that thing blew up on Instagram. Yeah, that was that was probably the most successful. Instagram yeah, it picture. was it was either that. I think it was that, and then the one I took of his guns, his uh, three hundred blackout and Derringer, um, at uh, Second Amendment when we went there the other week. Yeah, and yeah, that <clears throat> people. I don't. know, I think people just like looking at gun stuff on on Instagram. They must for sure. But uh, but yeah, it, it's just cool seeing the love for the Henrys and the uh, just for the lever guns. I mean, we're all Henry owners here, and I honestly don't think I'd buy um, a new model uh, anything other than Henry. Like I mean, I'd buy an old Winchester. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool having the loading mag or the loading mag, <laughs> the, the loading gate. gate on the side. I would love that. But yeah, and now the new Hunters actually have loading gates. So. Some of them do. I saw that. So that's cool. But yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd buy a Marlin. No, and I, I, I know they're cheap. Like a thirty thirty Marlin's like three hundred something bucks compared to a your six hundred and up for the Henry. Yep. Depending on which model you get but uh i don't know i mean your your fantasy football winning henry yeah, the 357 is that a what you doing over there jay adjusting you just, just gotta get your to get the guns around <laughs> nice yeah, I mean that. You're, yeah, you're 357, Henry. That was. Is that just? Uh, is that that's not an octagonal barrel? No, I could have got an octagonal barrel, but I mean it. It's 357. There's, it's heavy enough where I didn't need the recoil to get it. I know some people like the look and everything, but yeah, I didn't care for it. But you know, maybe if you get a 4570, maybe. Yeah, I mean your 357. It 
It doesn't kick that bad. No, not at all. I mean, it, it's really nice to shoot in 38. Yeah. And once we get a video, we'll talk about it. But it definitely feeds and cycles better with 357 with the slightly longer cartridge. Yeah, than it does absolutely. No, I I definitely think so. But and then, 38's obviously cheaper, so. Yeah, 30 is cheaper. And I don't know. I mean, I'd still like to. I, I think I'm going to put a post up here about where are people going for ammo. Because I, I know that's a big thing. Yep. Uh, where are you buying ammo at? Because I know for the guys that don't always buy thousand rounds like how we are how we used to be especially yeah that we kind of still are i mean you don't have that money to buy thousand rounds consistently of what other whatever ammunition you have especially um we have various types of calibers it's not like we're just all shooting nine mil no and so i mean we were going to walmart if there's one thing we are very diverse in it's definitely our calibers of our guns it's yeah not I, the same i if i have to put it on top of my head right now i i don't even know if i can come up with a number of how many calibers that we all own together <sighs> i mean it, it's well, we have nine we now have well jay doesn't have a nine anymore but uh the sdve nine yeah <laughs> but but i know we own People like, like 945 3857 you know Jay has 300 blackout. We have 5.56. We've got 308, 30-06. 458, 456. 458, so yeah. And we also have 410, 20, and 12 gauge and 22. Long rifle. What is your Derringer? 25? 357. Yeah. Yours is 357. The one he traded for it was the uh, 25 25 ACP. ACP. So currently in this, my safe, I have a 25 ACP, I think. Yeah. Yeah, 2225, I think. Yeah. Or 2225, yeah. And and that's such a small little caliber. But none of us have 380. No, that's a common one. That is expensive. It is. It is expensive, and that's the reason why I haven't bought it. Like I, I don't know. I'd like to get another. I like shooting nine just because how cheap it is. I, I just w- don't see a point for three eighty, really. No, I no, I don't either. And and so many people have that. Uh <coughs> oh, what? What happened? did you do, Jay? Breaking the microphones. Yeah. Stan. He's just popping it right out. He's pop locking, dropping it. Yep. Ain't even tucked, bro. Ain't even tucked. But yeah. Um, see, I just shut your mic off, and that's what happens. And we not not all of us had to hear about it. Are you better now? I'm getting there. Okay. We'll give him a second. But <gasps> see, at least that didn't go through. Yep. That was his Elizabeth Warren impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and like not even just where you get your ammo, but what brands you get. Yeah, and I know I don't know. I've always I've always liked Federal, just because that's all they do is make ammo, and I, I dig that. And it's it's always reasonably priced. Yeah. Federal or American Eagle. I mm-hmm. I've always liked that. The what is it? The South something in Beloit or something. Cellier and Beloit. Yeah. The official ammo of the French Army. Yeah. That I mean that's. I mean, we, trying it so far, I don't mind it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't see... It was a decent price. Yeah. And I know people are going to be like, but um, for when you're buying a thousand rounds, I mean, 
I don't know. And then when you're trying to stock up on ammo, if you're trying to stock up for whether you're just trying to go stock up, go to the range, or you're trying to stock up for the uh, for the Great Boogaloo. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you buy Tola? Do you yeah. buy Wolf? Do you buy the crap stuff, but just load up on it? Do you have something? That I, you know, I've been trying to read on the forums of what you, what people are saying, and and it's really fifty fifty down the line. You either love it or you hate it, or you go in understanding that hey, this is dirty ammo, and I need to clean my guns more often than I would. I mean. You should clean your gun a lot more often, but same. I me too. But like, you you need to make a point of doing it. Hashtag if you, me too. Yes. Ah. If you if you're really using steel ammo, you really need to do be more diligent about cleaning your your guns than you do if you're just shooting brass. I know. I was just thinking about it. I've just I need to get out there and clean. I it's been a while since I cleaned them. Yeah. I need to buy a cleaning. Kit I did too. use my ballistol today. For the tractor. Because oh. I, I needed some lubricant. And it worked. That's what it's there for. Yep. Yep, it's there for you. So, yeah. I've, I've yet to find a definitive answer on the steel ammo, yay or nay. I've really never shot steel ammo. I mean, but to be honest. But wasn't but Andrew throwing... Apparently you don't sleep much either. Yeah, I know. But wasn't Andrew throwing steel 308 through his uh, AR-10 at, the bachelor, at my bachelor party? I thought so. Which I, I don't know what he was shooting, but uh, I thought it was Tola, but I think it was. Oh, sorry, out of out of all people, I was surprised he he would he, he would he dip was, down and he was shooting Tola. Yeah, he used the steel. Yeah, I mean, because I remember, yeah, he did bring the three hundred eight, but he also he had his three hundred blackout, I think, and yeah, I don't think he had the three hundred then. Yeah, I thought um, he did. Cause I yeah, remember. he did. Did he? I yeah, just building it maybe. Remember he, he I think you shot it. his at the at the bachelor party. I can't remember. I kind of forgot everything after my after my red dot fell off. So GG's. Was that that day? Yes. Yep. Was. Okay, that was at the hundred yard range. <sighs> oh, good times. Yeah. Yeah. And then some things we're just not gonna do a review on. Mm-hmm. If we uh if we just don't like it at all. And like Walmart used to be my hookup for the five five six two two three because that used to be the best price. Oh yeah! If you're going to a box store, that was where you'd go. But now they've sold out to the anti gunners. Oh yeah! Or shown their true colors, and just needed an excuse. Which it didn't used to be like that. I mean, for them, they were always. It was. I mean, even in they talk about it in the Justin Moore song about yep. buying guns in the back at Walmart. Yep. And you could still buy shock all your shotgun shells that you need, and you know, three hundred eight, thirty out six, thirty thirty, all the hunting rounds, two seventy, two forty three, all the good stuff. But thirty thirty. Yep. But unfortunately, you can't buy your your ten buck nine mil federal anymore, or yeah. your seven dollar twenty round five five six packs. No. Um, I don't know. It's nuts. It it's. It sucks. Yeah. But I, I even going on, I know a lot of people like, what is it, Ammo Geek or Ammo Seek or something. Yeah. No. A lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I don't know. I just need to maybe tax return time. I'll just dedicate a little bit of money and just go buy a thousand rounds of 
nine so, and yeah. we should nine or forty five. I know. We, I know. We've been we've been saying that that we've been saying that along for with for like the, what three years now with right? a uh, with a range fi- uh, finder. Yeah, range finder. Forty five is expensive. A, uh, the, yeah, forty five is like whatever it is. Forty five is like forty five is like two hundred seventy five bucks to buy a thousand rounds of what I've been seeing. A forty five. Yeah, yeah, I know because it's expensive. Yeah. Well, that's why when I see the people. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, when I see the people building AR-45s, I'm like, I don't need to shoot a 45 that much. I love for I 45 is still my favorite handgun calendar, caliber, but I I need a calendar. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Um, so it's still my favorite handgun caliber, but I don't need to shoot it. I'd rather just shoot an AR-9. Yeah, that's so, much cheaper. Rapid fire, much? I know. I've been, I've been debating about buying. I have a like, new trigger or what? No, I was thinking about getting new springs for because that's, that's the cheapest right. thing to do right now. Because new like GP springs can't just go to Ace Hardware and get those. No, I. You know what the the uh, hometown Sears in downtown Burlington? I think I think they do have. <laughs> they might. They have a decent gun selection. Um, for a hardware store, which is weird to even say that, but different world. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I see people build AR 45s. I'm like, yeah, even like, I don't know if I do the, the AR, uh, like the AK, uh, 47, the AR 47s where they actually are shoot, shooting seven, six, two by 39. Yeah. I mean, I it's so dirt cheap to shoot that. Yeah, I find it's expensive to relatively expensive to build, but once you get it, it's pretty cheap to shoot. Yeah, and I was even looking at uh, what does it take to to build a scar, like a scar fifteen or yeah. or was it a sixteen or I don't remember. But I was looking at looking at it, and it's like there's only like one manufacturer for FM. the yeah. I think it's for the the upper part or something. I don't know. I didn't look that much into it, but it's just like this is really expensive. Just stick with building. If you really want to build a gun, go build an AR-15 or yep. AR-15 platform, whatever you want. Yes. I mean, I still I th- still think it'd be fun to have a uh, AR-15 or in uh, 22. I think yeah. that'd be a lot of fun. Just much cheaper to shoot. Oh my goodness! I still love shooting 22. Mm-hmm. You my five thousand rounds easy. Yeah, and yeah, because what? How much was five thousand rounds of twenty two? It's like a hundred and fifty, hundred eighty dollars for five thousand rounds. My goodness, that would be one weekend at McMiller. Yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You can buy enough magazines for that. I mean, once we uh, once we have our little shooting area, land our our personal area, personal gun range, personal gun range in the future. Whenever that may be, uh, we are gonna probably blow through twenty-two. Yep. Try not blowing through everything else because it's like, oh, I'm done for the day. Yeah, it's eleven thirty. Yeah, that's why it was a lot of fun going to that Alpha place, but it was just I blew through so much ammo, and I, and I guess like when you have the ability to go and shoot, like just freely, and especially for you don't get to do that often, I think. You're just like, oh, I just want to blow through ammo. But in reality, I think if you 
probably take your time more and actually learn how to sh move and shoot and mm -hmm. actually take your time to on whatever you're doing but just taking your time more for shooting i think that's what you'd wind up doing more of course you want to just put a 30 year old mag in a 556 and just dump it yep but slow or 300 blackout for those yeah. that apply to slow us sophisticated folks uh, yeah mm -hmm. slow smooth and smooth is fast yeah and i don't know so in the church shooting with the guy should um what's his name I see it all on the internet. Yeah, me too. The guy from Texas. Yeah, but he. So was he using a Sig? I thought it was a Sig P two two six. Okay. Man, I, like, hear me. Like, look at Sigs and the prices of Sigs and the prices of not cigarettes, Sig, Sig Sour, and um, and the price of like HKs. Yeah, it's an Oh it's my insane. goodness. An it FN is so even, expensive. Yeah. An FN. I mean, they're so nice. But I don't think they're that nice. No, when for I can go and grab a gun and get Smith and Wesson's M&P's perfectly fine. Even Glocks are expensive. Yeah, Glocks I mean, are, they're they're mid-range, I should say. They're yeah, they're above Smith and Wesson, but they're not Sig FN no. HK pricing. And I'm still very okay with Ruger and Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Like it's I'm very okay with that. The only reason why I think you'd want a Glock is as equally hated they are as equally popular. Yeah. And there is a lot of aftermarket stuff, so in uh, Boogaloo shit hits the fan, odds are someplace you'd be you'd be able to find parts for it more readily than maybe like a six hour. Yeah. I don't know. I, that, I still... That'd be the only reason why I think you'd want and their magazines are a lot cheaper than <clears throat> other brands yeah i was thinking like i was thinking in we need to go to uh Marengo guns soon because yeah, i really want to go hold some some firearms and just sit there and hold them because like they get about it i'm like wow well, i'm like re really 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 want the mp 2.0 full size but I don't know. I mean, I've, I remember holding it when it first came out, but that was like a year and a half ago, two years ago. Mm -hmm. I really would like to just hold it again. Of course, I'd love to shoot it. Yeah. But I think holding it is, I mean, if it doesn't feel good in your hand, you're not going to shoot well with it. You're not going to like it. It has to feel good in your hand. Yeah. And I remember, like, we'd go there all the time when we, you know, we were both in Illinois and we'd just go on a random Saturday. And I remember really holding every gun in the Smith & Wesson table thing they had there and yep. not being disappointed with any gun i held yeah and i think uh over the last couple of years i know the smith and wesson the uh the grips on it uh, whatever that material is got is a little more coarse on the 2.0 yeah um and i've come to like that in the last couple of years of just having a little more of that because like even our like our ruger americans it the grip is so smooth there's no like grip on it at all no and it, but it feels like usually that's the gun that's the, my bedside gun where i have every night when i go to bed i have my 45 by my uh, right by my bed and um just because i'm not completely confident with the with the having a taurus yet yeah um or i should be but it is still in that early phase i'm much more confident with shooting the 45 like i know where to put those like, like i know how to shoot that thing yeah and 
But just holding that gun, it feels so nice in the hand. That is still my favorite handgun to hold. It's just how great it feels. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's just ergonomics and um, just just the overall feel of it I love. Um, the appeal the appeal to it, uh, like the looks, I know you can't go by looks, I get it. But the looks of it, I still like the looks of it. The full-size Ruger American, I don't think it looks that great. I don't no, know what it is. I don't think it does I think better. it looks kind of like in a like a. It's a little too long. It's like. Yeah, I get they want to make it's like that tall, that was, skinny, awkward kid in school. Yeah, this is yeah they try to make it their service pistol, in the market, but it just doesn't look. The full size doesn't look as great. Say it, Jay. I did want to add to uh, our little mention of the Texas shooter. Uh, Jack Wilson is Jack his Wilson, name, and he was using a Sig P two two nine, which is a three fifty seven. Ooh, yeah. So that is absolutely crazy how Jack Wilson, I mean, took that headshot, and I mean, one one shot. It is just mm-hmm. it's so crazy. Yeah, and definitely, I don't think I could have made that shot he made in the moment. Yeah, we went to the range recently, and I kind of had him try that. You know, put the target out at, what is it, 30, 30 feet, 35, yeah. 40 feet. Yeah. And, and it was, uh, especially, you know, a regular in-the-moment shooting. It's, I don't I don't know. I couldn't make the shot. I know you said you couldn't make it either, so. No. Yeah, I couldn't. Cause I tried with the 9 mil. I tried with 357. I tried with 45. And it's like 9 mil, I was probably the best, the best out of the three but it's like oh man yeah i mean it's just like then once you get it down from having it like that and having to go from a completely setting of everything's fine to drawing your weapon Mm -hmm. with people with people by you and making that decision line of fire yeah yeah like someone could have stood up right when you took the shot and we're talking about a completely I mean, as much as one side of the media blew it out of proportion, you know, they could have been, you know, they could have ended real differently that day. But luckily, I mean, yes, you know, there was, you know, an innocent person who did die, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, it could have been a lot worse than what the outcome was. Oh, absolutely. It could have been. Um, I don't know. It's... It's just one of those things where, I mean, like holster draws. I wish, I wish I was able to practice that. Yeah. Like actual, not just drawing in front of a mirror and everything, but actually drawing and shooting. But just to be able to practice that, if that were to ever happen, I don't know. I've definitely been carrying a lot more lately than I have been in the past. So I've been debating about carrying this Taurus, this nine mil, just because it's so small, but. Who knows? Or maybe I'll buy a shield. I don't know. Gotta stay strapped. Yeah, or get clapped. I don't know. How is how's your carrying going, Jay? You you still carrying the uh I sure am. You carry the forty five? Tony? I keep the forty five in the truck. Nice. Now yeah, 'cause I I still would love to keep a truck on just to have something, but it's just it's, I just have no space in my truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that little lockable compartment where I keep mine in there. You can build a AR pistol that folds 
and buy that that uh whatever law tactical folding brace that's like three hundred dollars yeah uh, it's probably not that much but it's expensive stick it in there yeah just have it i don't know it'd be really cool but um yeah 